This is the NFL show week 11. With me tonight is Dirty Dan. Hi, Dirty Dan. How are you doing tonight? Good. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Um, I'm alive. I woke up above dirt today, so that's a good thing. Um, Stash is MIA. He may join us at some point. We don't know. Um, He has a little issue at the house, and that's all we know. So we'll just continue on. The show must go on. And... um, if he comes in, awesome. If he doesn't, we at least know his scores for the show, and we'll make sure they get out there. So, um, first things first, our weekly prediction contest that we've been going on with uh, Erie's favorite podcast out in Erie, PA, where I just came back from. Uh, Stash and I took the lead on them. We're up 12 to 11. And the funniest thing about that, <laughs> if what worked in our favor was, uh, even though Stash predicted the chargers to win on our nfl show earlier in the year he predicted the chargers to lose so we got a point for that that's weird and steve castle um and i don't you can't fault him for this back in the spring he predicted the chiefs to beat the titans and so he lost a point by the fact that the titans actually pulled out a win so there we are we're up 12 to 11 going into week 12 and there's a lot of potential for us to maybe pull out ahead. Um, but we'll get into that next week. As far as our weekly show predictions, um, Dirty Dan, um, you and I tied last week. We both went 2-2. Two and two. And Stash bad. went 1-3. and three. Um, One caveat I will say to my 2-2 two and two is I, uh, I did predict... The Bills to win like we all did. But I did that as an anti-jinx. Oh, um, I see. I mean, it <laughs> I worked. Didn't do it. I didn't do it because I wanted... I, I, that, I didn't do it because I truly thought the Bills would win, but I keep picking the Browns to win and they lose, so I figured I'd kind of reverse that trend. So I might so just be keep... predicting the... Yeah, I'm going to keep that trend up, I think. All right. But but it was it was a rough week. I mean, you and I were both right that the Raiders would win. And they did. Um, no one had the Seattle Seahawks beating the Niners. None of us had the Bills losing to the Browns. and But we were all correct that the Vikings would beat Dallas. So there we cool. have it. Yeah. So um, you didn't watch. Um, you, you were having fun with your girlfriend at a concert. Yeah. So you didn't really get to see no, I didn't the see Niners anything. game. I um, I watched some I watched the highlights earlier today. But um yeah, she was giving me shit the whole night cuz I couldn't I like we were waiting in line, like we got like up front like mm-hmm. um waited in line for like an hour cuz she really wanted to get it was general admission and she really wanted mm-hmm. to get like right up front, which we did, which mm-hmm. is cool. But um 
Yeah, she's giving me shit because right when we got online, it's like, oh, game starting, and I'm just like on my phone just watching the play. I can't even. <laughs> I couldn't even watch it live. I'm just watching the play-by-play on the ESPN app, and it's mm-hmm. slow. And I'm just like, okay, come on, like, what's happening? And so I'm just like, constant. I was just constantly checking that throughout the entire night. There was points where we were in there and. You know, I would put it away for like 30 minutes, like <laughs> to actually spend time and enjoy myself. But towards the end, you know, I was I was glued to I just I was checking refresh, it every like refresh, couple of refresh, seconds. refresh, refresh. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, <laughs> oh, like look down, nope, look down. I couldn't, I couldn't. And then of course that fucking field goal. But yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was, I I didn't want to make her feel like. You know, I'd rather be at home watching the game. So I had fun. It was it was definitely worth it. You should have. Just in the event you might get married one day. Like, this is her future. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your future. That's absolutely how those things should go. Should I ask what concert were you at? Um, It was a red concert. Or an what? In Flames concert. So it's like a... What does that mean? Well, <laughs> so it was like a heavy metal rock. Mm. concert so um the the main band was i think called in flames but her favorite band who we went to go see was red okay they were yeah where was this at uh this was in san francisco i don't remember the the venue exactly oh so you had a fun night yeah yeah we took bart you know went out there so it was a fun time nice okay um well, I'll fill in some gaps. Um, I was home for it. I was tired of shit. Um, we didn't get home till two in the morning from the Browns game. Um, oh, jeez. <clears throat> yeah, Mrs. Uppy had work at five a.m. and our daughter got us up at got me up at seven thirty. So neither one of us had much rest. But um, it was a good game. It was um, pretty awesome. I mean, top to bottom, it, it was really, really good despite the fact that the Niners lost. And um, the, the the thing about football is, that's really weird is um, the Niners were up 10 nothing, but they were absolutely dominating that 10 to nothing. Like the Seahawks offense couldn't do anything. The Niners offense wasn't putting up points, but, you know, um, they were getting the job done. And then all it takes is like that one... Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was like a fumble. It was a strip sack on Jamie. Yeah, strip sack touchdown. He picked it up, touchdown. And then yeah, I remember that thinking, just the momentum. I remember thinking, like, I think the Niners were still up ten seven at half, but it was looking like the chart. Sorry, Chargers. <laughs> um, it was looking like the Seahawks were going to tie it up, and I'm like, that's the shittiest thing. Like the Niners pretty much dominated that first half, and mm-hmm. we're going to go into half tied. Um, but I think what happened, I think the difference in the game was, you know, Emmanuel Sanders hurt, hurt his ribs somehow mm-hmm. and he left the game and didn't come back. And it seemed like all of a sudden they just abandoned their game plan. Like the Niners have been getting by on offense by their zone blocking scheme, by just shoving that run game down your throat and tiring you out and then getting you on the play action pass. And maybe that's where George Kittle not being in the game right. um, makes a difference. But um, it's completely unfortunate that the Niners lost, but, I mean, it literally did go down to, like, the last second. Um, the Niners had a chance. Their um, 
the guy they sent off the street to kick field goals did a great job up until that last one. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, and they wouldn't been they wouldn't have been in that position if he had not hit a game time field goal at the end of uh, regulation. But um, as we discussed, it's not like the Niners are going to go sixteen and zero. This is a rough one to have to lose, though, but. They'll be okay. Um, but I, I did say a few weeks ago that if you looked at the stat sheet and saw that Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball 40 times, then you could probably assume they lost. And he threw 46 passes in this game. And they just need to, you know, forget about it, move on, and just uh, recommit themselves to the, the run game and the play-action pass, and they'll be just fine because the defense is still kick-ass and everything else. Use Matt Breed a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, and I did forget. I just remembered. I did forget. Uh, Dirty Dan, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking. Um, it's called purified drinking water mm. from Market Essentials. Ah, so it's not Walmart. even the name brand. Yeah, I don't. That's Walmart don't water. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So sweet. <laughs> but yeah, from. Just to cut you off a little bit. For, um, sure. Yeah, that Niner game. Um, I don't want to come up with any excuses. It was it was a tough, hard-fought game. Mm-hmm. We definitely missed. It was the first game without Kittle. So mm-hmm. I think that definitely showed um, how how important he was or is to our run game. Not mm-hmm. He's not just a pass catcher. He's definitely the best blocking tight end in football. Right. And, yeah, we just, you know, I know, I know things could have been different with, you know, some healthy players. Same goes for the Seahawks. I'm sure they had players out. I know Tyler Lockett ended up getting hurt um, at mm-hmm. some point in that game. I don't know how long he played. but um, Most of it, I think. Yeah. At, like, you know, it's just part of football injuries. That's kind of what makes it not stain so much for me was that, you know, mm-hmm. the game could have gone either way. We were in a position to when the game we could have won the game and then the, the talk would have been oh Niners were without Kittle without Emmanuel Sanders mm-hmm. without you know all these players and still ended up finding a way to win against their, right. their rival <clears throat> so I don't I'm trying not to take it too hard we're without a lot of players um we're we're missing players on our, our defense and they're still playing lights out um and it was still a close hard-fought game so I I'm hoping Kittle will be back for I'm I'm sure he will be back for um our next game against Seattle and I I wouldn't be surprised if um you know we just kick the shit out of Seahawks so don't <laughs> be surprised if that's a blowout game right um especially yeah, when you play again it will be week 17 so mm-hmm. that's me yeah no, awesome. definitely playing for a playoff spot or yeah. it's a potential I mean I I heard it today and it's not necessarily a bad take is that it might be that rare once in a lifetime occurrence where not only is that a game for the division but it's also for the number one seed mm-hmm. so um it'll be it'll be fun to track to see what happens in your division the rest of the way out between those two teams um i think i think with the rams losing they're probably out of the discussion at this point yeah um you know, the other narrative too um it's unavoidable now because now everyone's saying, well, you know, this is what happens when the Niners finally play a team. <laughs> they play lots of teams, and they did what they were supposed to do. It's just, you know, it's a division game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, these are two teams that always play each other kind of tight. And, again, it just takes that one momentum-changing play, which was that strip sack touchdown in the first half. I mean, it was 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I think Jimmy had a – before all that, I think Jimmy had a interception. Because like, I remember sitting there thinking, man, they might go up 17 nothing before half. I think something happened. Maybe it was I know. I, know yeah. I saw. I think that I think he had one. It was a, mm. a drop pass. Um, just a lot of drop passes, I guess, in that game. So yeah, I, I think it was the ball was tipped out of his hands and then mm. picked off. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was because they were driving again to score, and I'm like, man, this this is mm. going how I predicted, and then it didn't go the way I predicted. <laughs> 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 So uh, before we get into the Browns, I will say I'm drinking um, Deschutes Slightly Exaggerated IPA. My buddy Adro gave it to me a couple weeks ago. I think it's his favorite brewery and one of his favorite beers. So he gifted me some. Um, I've tried to avoid using his stuff for football shows because he doesn't listen to them, but oh well. Um, All right, so getting into the Browns, we don't need to talk Chargers um, because Stash is not here. Um, but the Raiders won by two. I think you and I are both not surprised because we picked the Raiders to win that game. Although we didn't want to, but um, Browns game, what can I say about that? Um, so we were there. It was awesome. Um, my first time actually seeing a Browns game in Cleveland. And I, I got my money's oh. worth, I, f- I feel like. Um, I sent you some pictures after the fact. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were third row, and yeah, not, not the up. dog pound, but the west end zone. Mm. Um, that field was not too far from us. Like everything was like right there. Like, um, like if someone was in that area, you could actually see uh, their eyes. Like you could see their facial. Uh, you know what I mean? They were that close. It's like yeah, yeah. It, was it wasn't like you were. Yeah, you weren't far up in the stands at all. And. Um, Browns got the kickoff, immediately took the ball down, scored a touchdown, but missed the extra point. Um, got the ball back, drove down again, did the most Brownsiest thing ever. They had eight plays from, like, the one-yard line and could not manage to get a mm-hmm. touchdown. <laughs> um, you guys had to get a field goal, huh? No. They, they, you know, like, so the very first play, I think, was a pass interference, so that reset it back to first and goal. Right. And then it's so a first and goal, nothing. Second and goal, nothing. Third down and goal. Another pass interference. So we get another set of four downs. Went all four plays. Still nothing. Um, so we walked away from it with no points. And, you know, it would have been nice to have a field goal and be up 9 nothing at that point. But that did not happen. I feel like the defense did a great job. I, I think Josh Allen just is not um, – there's throws that he makes that I think very few quarterbacks can make, but in that 10 to 15 yard range, um, he can fit balls in some windows that no one else, most others can't. Um, but uh, much like I thought, their offense seems to be a lot of uh, throw the ball 40 yards and hope someone catches it. But the problem is, and I, I've seen the stats, is no one catches it. <laughs> he. He, he's got a cannon, but he's on an accurate one. So, um, late in the fourth, um, the Bills went up 
16-12 on a two-yard rushing touchdown by Allen. That was set up by um, a pretty good punt return by the Bills. Um, it's probably the best they started field position-wise all game. Uh, they took advantage and scored. Um, Browns got the ball back. I think late when our last drive started, there was about five minutes left. And trying to be realistic here, my memories, not that I drank a lot. I, I think I had three <laughs> beers at the game, not like a whole lot or anything. Um, I, I was optimistic, but I mean... At that point, it's sixteen twelve, so it's not like there's been a lot of offense in the game, which is what you would expect given how, how terrible the Bills' offense is and how great their defense is. And um, they're making plays after play. I mean, having Kareem Hunt really helped. And the best part is, is at that point, um, the Browns were driving towards us. And that... So... I think right before that game-winning touchdown, there was a pass to Landry that went for 24 yards. I got him down to the seven. I forget what happened at first in goal, and I, I just, <laughs> I, I was just really anxious because at this point we we're getting to the two-minute warning, and they had driven that close to us before in the second quarter and settled for a field goal, and that second and goal. Uh, Baker rolls kind of right, and then he hits Higgins for that touchdown, and that touchdown literally happened within spitting distance from my seat. Like, I'm pretty sure if I tried, I could have spit at him and hit him. And when he's doing his, like, um, red carpet touchdown celebration, um, I could actually see his eyeballs. Like, that's how close we were. And Mm. it was just, like, pandemonium. It was awesome. And then the Bills get the ball back um, because there's still, like, a minute 40 left. They drive down, which they set up a game-tying 52-yard field goal try with, like, 12 seconds left or 20 seconds, and Hauschka missed it, and the place just went nuts, and um, it was just amazing. And then the shirt I'm wearing tonight, you can see it, no one else can. It was because, like, you know, they they do a thing where they throw t-shirts in the crowd. I think every major sports team does it whether it's baseball right. or football or basketball or whatever um i actually got one i've never been in a position to get those free t-shirts but yeah I, like the guy was like you know literally like 15 feet from me like throwing with the crowd and i'm just like i made eye contact with him and i was like hey here so he threw it to me <laughs> and caught it so i got this um t-shirt that i'm gonna wear whenever i can and um the other thing too like that last drive I remember that last drive. There was that point, and this is pretty funny story, is where there's that shovel pass that Hunt didn't catch that the Bills player picked up and ran in for a touchdown. Um, I honestly thought it was a fumble, <laughs> and it would have put the Bills up like 22 to 12 at the time, and I'm thinking, I'm personally thinking, shit, man, we didn't even get close, like... Is this how it's going to end for us today? Like, seriously. And the guy in front of us was a Bills fan. And he was like three or he was with three other, three or four other people who I'm pretty sure are Browns fans. Like, it's kind of hard to tell. But he was definitely a Bills fan. And like, behind me to my right was another Bills fan. Like, so anytime anything good happened, like, he would like high five that guy. I don't think he knew each other. It's just, it was the closest yeah, other Bills yeah. fan. 
he was a pretty cocky, loud son of a bitch the whole game. To, I mean, <laughs> I didn't have a voice much afterwards because anytime the Bills did something bad or the Browns did something good, I like I cheered extra hard just to fuck with them. But I wasn't gonna be mean. I wasn't like gonna like make us yeah. miserable because. Um, I know how much I spent for my seats, so I'm pretty sure I know how much he spent for his. And at that time, that almost football uh, fumble touchdown happened. He turned to the other guy behind me, and he's just like, all right, that's the game. Put my baby to sleep. And then him and his whole row just left. And then oh, they wow. Said, and then they just said the previous play is under review, and I'm like, and I'm like all depressed. I'm like, why are they reviewing this? Like, it is what it is. And then they announced, you know, it was an incomplete pass because there's a shovel pass, you know, third down. And I remember turning to my wife because at this point my wife is sitting down because our daughter had fallen asleep. So she was stuck basically watching on TV the rest of the game. And I was like, how funny would it be if the Bills lose and he had left? And what, I mean, Imagine me and him finding out later that the Bills lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Bills lost. And the story gets better. So I'm telling you this because the story gets better. And so later on, um, we go to the airport because our flight's at... So the game gets over about 4 or our flight's at 7. So we finally get to the airport around after 5 because just getting out of downtown Cleveland after a Browns game is a nightmare. And our flight is... So our first flight is from Cleveland to Dallas. And by the time we get to our gate, our flight leaves in like 20 minutes. Like, we didn't have much um, extra time by the time we got through the god-awful security line they have there. And no joke, (laughs) the guy who was sitting in front of us is on the same flight. (laughs) And I told my wife, I have to. I have to say something. So so we kind of like walk over to him and we're like, hey, man, you left a little early. You missed a great game. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a completely different person. He's like, you know, I played football my whole life. I played in college. I thought that I was for sure. I thought that was a fumble. And so I left. And he was completely nice about it. But <laughs> just amazing of all things. Like, he was on her flight after he left and missed the Bills losing. After how cocky he had been all game. So I mean, I mean, at least he didn't have to witness them losing that way. But yeah, that's right. definitely that's definitely shitty to just leave and then find out later that your team ended up losing. Right. <laughs> well, there's and there's times you know it works both ways. There's times where I left A's games early to find out that they you had won. they won. Yeah, so it, it goes both ways. But in the night, you know, I wouldn't be doing it justice if I didn't just pass on something Mrs. Uppy said because you know she's not a Browns fan, but she's been supportive of me and. Our relationship and I, I remember her saying because you know uh, and I was listening carefully to how she described the game to her mom and she's like you know this team has been so terrible for so long and she said I was basically stuck watching on TV at the end when all the good stuff happened and she said just watching like how happy all the fans were like hugging each other and hmm. she said just the jubilation and I'm paraphrasing her the jubilation on the Browns fans after winning, she just said like almost brought her tear to her eye. <laughs> wow. And and not to sound stupid, but as we're leaving the stadium after what I mean I mean, it's kinda almost what you hope to see 
in some regards. You know, you're, it's, to see your team win, um, to see it in such a dramatic fashion is even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're leaving the stadium after I've had three beers myself, I'm just thinking, like, man, this this is probably the one time I'm going to do this. And I got to see him win, and I got to be amongst my my peers, if you will. And it kind of made me a little teary, too. I was like, man, like, what a great emotional experience to have lived. And mm-hmm. we didn't get rained or snowed on, which made it even better. So that is my summary, my very long summary of the Reynolds-Bills game that the Reynolds won. So. Yeah, I, I was happy for you just when I did find out that the, the Browns won. <laughs> Appreciate <So>. it. <laughs> uh, so before we transition into week 11, um, we, we most of the time we tend to touch on our fantasy football league, our podcasting one with our friends from the Erie's favorite podcast. Um I just noticed I don't have the ESPN link up. But um, I won. I got myself out of the cellar. I beat Dill Spears, so I'm no longer... Well, that happened two weeks ago. So I got myself out of the cellar. And then this week I was up against uh, Steve Castle. And I beat him. And he's like the best on my end. So he's for sure a playoff team. Yeah. So... I've kind of worked my way into being in that conversation for that four seed, um, but I had this pesky person in my way this week, so I think you and I are going to be kind of like the ones battling for that last spot. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to give it up easy, so. Well, you destroyed your opponent this past. I don't know who you're playing, but you destroyed him. You got like I mean, he didn't, he had, he had a bunch of bye weeks, but even if he had, like he didn't fix his roster, but even if he did with all the players he had on his bench, it was a bunch of Falcons players. So he had like uh, so Ryan that he could have thrown in. You're, um, you're I still would have. I still would have. Yeah. yeah, I still would have demolished him. Yeah. Like it didn't matter if he set his lineup or not. Like my team did did do really good. So I'm hoping it's it's seeming like my team's on an upward trend where yep. you know I finally have Tyreek Hill back and he's putting up points. Hmm. So yeah, it's we'll kind see. of. Ne- Matchup nightmare from so you're a five and five. I'm four and six. So we're, I think even if I were to beat you, you probably still have me on points because you're a bit ahead of me on that. But currently, um, we both have a full roster and you're projected to be twenty points better. So I'm not I expecting mean, much this week. We were okay. projected one and two in the beginning of the year. So right, you never know. Was well, I so, remember the beginning? Like, I thought I had a stacked team, but apparently not. <laughs> well, our my team in this league isn't much different than my um, my team in my paid league. Um, but my paid league team is 7-2. and two, Or, sorry, is it 7-2? I've only lost twice. I think it's 8-2. and two. And I think what has helped me in that league was I've been stuck playing with who I have. Because this league, because it's 12 deep... And it's PPR. Well, our league, our league is also PPR, but people hoard talent. So, like, if you find out, like, the number one running back and such and such team went out, and you try to go out and get the number two running back, that person's already taken. Like, <laughs> people just hoard people. Like, that's all there is to it. So, I've been stuck 
playing who I have because I don't have a choice. I think that's actually saved me for myself. Oh, being stuck I, playing with who you mm-hmm. have? Yeah. I mean, I only won by one point this week, but I won. So. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it's been. So, um, At least I think you didn't tie. All right, like, like stash. stash. Yeah, stash tied. Oh, I mean, I know. Up against that's so Alabama Hurricanes. Oh, so. Yeah, the top the top two teams in our league. That was Which is total... fine by me because I feel like it let, allows me to catch up to one of them. Or actually, no, actually, I probably probably would have wanted Stash to lose because then you would have needed it. Yeah, games. yeah, that would have been better. That tie actually hurt. <laughs> Because well, if he had lost and just went seven three or five and five, you can actually catch yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how many. I still don't think left. I'm not that scared of him. I mean, he's yeah. only well, got only like three thirty points left. on me. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, I, I think if I have any chance of sneaking in as the last seed, I have to beat you. And if I don't, then I can call it a day and wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, um, you just just vote whoever, but if, whoever one of us it is. Like, but if I'll root it, for you if it's you. But if it's top four, I think we're gonna get two teams in, so that's not bad. Two and two. Mm. Um, hopefully, we come out on top. That'd be nice. If not, it's okay. It's just for fun. Um, okay, so moving on to week eleven. Um, this should go pretty quickly because there's only two of us. Here tonight, so we'll just get Stash's game out of the way. He's got Monday Night Football against the Chiefs. He predicted the Chiefs to win thirty-four ten. Um, I'm gonna go Chiefs also winning this, but I'm gonna go twenty-eight thirteen. And what do you think, Dirty Dan? Um. Thirty-one to to twenty. You know what's gonna happen. Give... Somehow, <laughs> some way, the Chargers are gonna win this game. I swear to God, if the Chargers <laughs> win, I'm so pissed. I'm sick like, and tired of them. I can't explain it, but it'll somehow happen because that's just how this year goes. <laughs> All right, so it's Wednesday night. Tomorrow's Thursday. We got Steelers at Browns. It's the third week in a row. Thursday Night Football has been one of our teams. Um, that will probably never happen again. Um, Stash, since he's on here, he threw out their uh, 21-10 Browns. Or, sorry, 21-20. Um, my prediction is that the Steelers' offense is absolute garbage. I saw earlier that like they're 14th in passing and like 27th. Sorry, they're 14th in rushing and, like, 27th in passing. So they're just straight trash. Um, They're winning. They are on a four-game win streak because their defense is just killing it lately. Uh, There's no way to avoid it. Luckily, the Browns the last few weeks have been playing some awesome defenses as well. Um, Passing offenses, I think, see, going back a few games, New England is the best pass defense. Uh, I think the Broncos was the number nine pass defense and the Bills was number four pass defense. Um, 
Baker's been pretty much been able to knock on wood and managed to play mistake-free these last three weeks. He's been able to drive the ball and move the ball, um, which is encouraging. And I do think this game does come down to the turno- turnover battle. It's like I said, the Steelers have been winning, but um, they haven't been pretty scores. They haven't been doing it in a very um, visually appealing way, but they've been getting the job done. Um I think the Browns continue the trend of being able to drive but not get touchdowns. Um, if the Browns can commit no more than one turnover, I think they actually have a good chance at winning this one. Which will be kind of hard because I think for five straight games, the Steelers have gotten at least three turnovers. So they, I mean, they've just been turnover machines. But I'm going to keep playing the anti-jinx, and I'm going to say the Steelers are going to win 17-16. And the Browns get to 16 by getting one touchdown and three field goals. (laughs) (laughs) Exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, So what do you think, Dirty Dan? Um, Yeah, just try to avoid Minka Fitzpatrick at all costs. Right. You're not going to be able to. I don't think you can. Maybe not at all costs, but. I mean, he's going to be around the football no matter what, whether he's picking up fumbles you know, I think he's caught like, hmm. like two or three touch, like defensive touchdowns, just hand three, alone. Yeah. Although the yeah. last one is iffy, but it counted as one. So, yeah, I have a hard time going against the. The Browns have a more talented team. Um, maybe not so much on defense, but a more talented offense right. than the Steelers, mm-hmm. Steelers do. Uh, I think James Connors probably still going to be out for the Steelers. 50-50, I think. Yeah, He's been practicing, he is, but, yeah. Yeah, it's Thursday night, so I know. If he is out, um, that's definitely going to make it tough, a lot tougher for their their offense, but I believe their defense is a lot better. I think the Browns' offense is better, but the Steelers' defense is far and beyond better than the Browns' defense. So... I'm gonna go with Steelers. Defense wins championships, and they're on a they're on a win streak. I think they can actually get to the playoffs, maybe like wild card, just with how their schedule looks. <clears throat> so, um, just based off of defense alone. So I'm gonna go Steelers twenty to to fourteen. Eh, you made it respectful. I can appreciate that. I did solicit some uh, differing opinions. Which is hilarious because I only asked uh, Dill and Brent from Idiotville because they're a Steelers fan, but Steve Castle chimed in and gave me his scores anyways. Mm-hmm. And so did, so did Stash. I was like, Stash, you got to wait until the show. You didn't have to tell me now. Um, so, so the two Steelers fans, Brent. Brent has the Steelers winning 20-13, to 13, so actually pretty much what you said. Mm-hmm. Um uh, let's see, he says this game has some great pass rushers. One QB is better at the big play, one is better at mitigating mistakes. I'm mean, gonna guess the big play quarterback is Baker. Uh, Rudolph is the one that's better at mitigating mistakes. Unfortunately for Cleveland, Pittsburgh's strength lies in capitalizing on mistakes. Um, where is uh, Dill Spears? Just simply put, Pittsburgh winning 23 14. And Steve Castle, although he wasn't asked, he said 21-17 Browns. <laughs> oh, he said he chose the Browns. 
he's he's a smart guy um <laughs> so there we have it um it's on record and so let's go to hopefully not as close of a game we have the rematch of cardinals 49ers this one this time is in california so dirty dan what do you think yeah we're gonna come out hungry um I don't know if we might still be without Kittle, which is definitely will definitely be a big blow. You know, he's a key piece of that offense. I think he's the most mm. important piece in that offense for sure. Um, but I think we have a lot of what they would like to do. Like what they they had success with was with against us was the no their no huddle offense, mm -hmm. and we were playing. We we're up by like 14, I think, going into the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and then they started you know, racking up the points and making it a closer game. I don't think it's going to be quite as close as it was that that first um, match we had against them, especially coming off of a tough loss against Seattle. I mm -hmm. think we're going to come back humble um, and strong and definitely want to grind out for that and prove that, you know, we're still a team to beat. Like, it doesn't matter if we lost. Um, we're still going to come out. We're going to come out hungry, and I think um, – Cardinals are gonna sadly, you know, have to face face the wrath of the Niners. <laughs> so I I'd, I'd say um let's say twenty eight to to thirteen. So funny enough, I wrote my score down while you were talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> we. We weren't too far off. I actually had the Niners at 27-13. <laughs> um, but I, I think that loss from last week uh, pays dividends this week. I think they just kind of refocus and recommit to how they have been playing. I think the last two weeks they've kind of gotten away from what they do best. So um, I, I think I, I think it's going to be pretty handedly 27-13. So last one for this week. We have Sunday Night Football. Bears at Rams. Stash had Rams winning 21-7. And I think it's going to be far uglier than that. Um, neither team seems to be good. Neither team seems to want to win. So I'm going to go. <laughs> it's going to be something stupid. It's going to be like 12-9 Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the Rams win, but it's not going to be impressive at all. It's yeah. going to be something stupid. So. I can see or, that. Yeah, some weird, <laughs> weird-ass score. So what do you think? Um, I don't know. I'll go like seventeen ten Rams. Seventeen ten, yeah. So we all think Rams, but we all don't believe in them either. But no, the Bears have no. Bears have just been that bad. Um, yeah, they they still have their defense. I mean, it's definitely not what it was a year ago. But yeah, right. Trubisky's right. bad. <laughs> yeah, he he's yeah. <laughs> That's all you can say, bad. <laughs> so we will finish up. We're going to give you all one game to watch and one game to avoid. So uh, Dirty Dandy got the schedule for this week up? Yeah, I got it. All right, so give us – you know how to explain yourself. Just give us one game to watch. Uh, really don't want to pick the easy one. I think I'm going to leave the that one for you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints Bucks. 
Mm. Okay. Just because I want to see, you know, I think everyone was shocked um, that the Saints lost to the Falcons, especially the way right. they did. Mm-hmm. So I think Bucks are a better team than the Falcons have mm-hmm. been. You know, they've been able to put up points, and, you know, they're three and six. It's it's not – they're not going to get to the playoffs. It doesn't matter if they – I don't think they're going to be able to win out at all. But I'm mm-hmm. more curious to see how the Saints, you know, if that was just, you know, a fluke or maybe there's a weak – they have a weakness and that's been exposed. So I want to see what, mm-hmm. what the Bucks can do to the Saints after seeing them lose to the, to the division rival Falcons. Interesting. So I'm going to assume that you probably meant the easy one was going to be Houston-Baltimore. Yeah. But that's not what I'm going to go with. Really? I am going to go with KC and Chargers because KC is 6-4, Chargers are 4-6. If somehow, some way, the Chargers can win this game, that's really going to muddy the waters because Oakland's 5-4 playing Cincinnati, so Oakland can go to 6-4, so... It could really just the Chargers winning yeah. that game could just really muddy things up out there in the AFC West because I mean, yeah Denver's not too far off either they're I think they're off this no they're playing uh, Denver's playing Minnesota but I mean if Denver could find a way to win they're four or six like that that division could just what was seemingly going to be the Chiefs running away with it could be just a huge clusterfuck so I'm gonna want. <laughs> If I had the chance, I'm going to watch that one. Um, well, I probably won't. It's Monday night and I work. But that should be a good one because it, it's going to be a, like I can't say it's going to be a tight divisional game. I think we all picked KC to win. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but somehow so many Chargers can pull this one off. Um, that division is going to be really fun to watch down the stretch. So with that said, how about one game to absolutely avoid? Ooh, Jets and Redskins. Right, two and seven Jets, one and eight Redskins. I've, I love it how that time you actually took, you took the easy one that time. Yeah, um, I, it was just it was just the first one that I saw, and I was like, yep, I'm not even <laughs> gonna look for anything else. Let's see. I'm gonna go. I think one to avoid. I'm just gonna go Bengals. Um, yeah, Raiders because Bengals. Um, they're just going to be on ten when this is over with, and I don't see it being that great of a game to want to invest your time in watching. So just don't. If you have the ability, make sure you're watching either the Niners Cardinals in that time slot, or even the Patriots Eagles. Yeah, the so. Patriots Eagles were was another game. You know, I'm curious about Eagles are fighting for, you know, top of their division. That division mm-hmm. is just a clusterfuck. Yep. And yeah, I want to see how the Patriots, you know, respond. See if they're if Tom Brady's looking a little little old, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to see how how that game goes. Right. Perfect. All right. Well, that's going to conclude our program for this evening. So, Dirty Dan, do you have any parting words for our audience? Uh, fuck the Seahawks. Um, I'm gonna switch it up. I like it. I'm gonna switch mine up too. I'll- I'm going to go fuck the Steelers. Oh, but you picked, you picked them to win. Anti-jinx. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm just going anti-jinx. Yeah, so fuck the Steelers. Like, uh, yeah, just fuck the Steelers. 
Fuck your city this one week. Fuck your stupid towels. Um, <laughs> fuck but you. you're a penguin fan. Uh, I I can hate their city two days a year. Tomorrow <laughs> just happens to be one of those two days. Thursday morning or Friday morning, I would go back to loving the city as a whole. But tomorrow, I just don't like you. That's okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, until next week, y'all. Um, maybe we'll have uh, stash back. Um, but until then, we wish you all a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. <laughs>